Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today on Bagels and Blessings, you'll hear my interview with Simeon Greenberg. He was a whole lot of fun to talk to. You're just going to love it. Stay with me and I'll be right back. and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Please join us for worship, and while you are in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays by appointment, Wednesdays from 3 to 8 p.m., Thursdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and up to 30 minutes after services on Saturdays. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit Congregation Shema Yisrael. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester area, be sure to visit Congregation Shema Yisrael in the Fig Tree Bookstore and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. This is Jonathan Sattel, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. Here's Ted Pierce. Praises awaiting you in Zion, oh God. And to you our vows will all be fulfilled. Oh, you who hears our prayers. It is to you that all shall come. Praise you, praise you, all the earth will shout and the rocks cry out as we praise you, praise you, praise you, every tribe, every tongue, every nation, everyone gonna praise you. Seasons with your goodness, pastures of the wilderness overflow, meadows are clothed with flocks and valleys are mantled with grain. 
This is Ted Pierce coming from Texas. Don't change that dial. You are listening to my fabulous friend, Ethel Chadwick on Bagels and Blessings. Tune in every week for the best in radio. Thank you. By the time this program airs, you will have already celebrated Thanksgiving. Many of you sat around a table with your families and remembered to give thanks to God. And as believers in Yeshua, we should be thanking him all day, every day. Here's an oldie but goodie from the group Israel's Hope. Oh, give thanks. And by the way, I am so thankful for each and every one of you who have prayed for me and supported me over the years.
I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585 585- 889-7840. This next song is called It Is Good to Praise the Lord. It's Paul Wilbur from his CD Roar from Zion. And what an amazing reminder. Yes, it is good to praise the Lord. Can I hear an amen?
I'm not done yet. Come on, guys. Shalom, friends. This is Paul Wilbur, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday Mornings at 10 a.m., 2.50, Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. Next, I'm going to share an incredible song, and I want you to really pay attention to the lyrics. Imagine if you were the only person in the world. Yeshua would still want to meet you. He would still want to save you. This is from Sally Klein O'Connor, and it really is an amazing song. As we get closer to Christmas, Hanukkah, the new year, think about the Lord and how much he loves you and how much he wants to get to know you. Amazing song, Come Meet the Author of Life. It was one of those quite unspectacular days that sneak up and catch you off guard. The kind that Usually let slip away like leaves blowing out of the yard. I was taking my usual brisk morning walk through fog you could cut with a knife. Caught a sign in the window of the local bookstore, it said, Come meet the author of life. Come meet the author of life. Come bring your husband, your children, your wife. You've read the book, now see the light. Come meet the author of life. I try some publisher's hooks I don't think I needed the royalties paid from the huge Bible sales he could coax What would I say to my Lord face to face This was crazy and hard not to laugh Would I kneel down
But the days slipped away as so many days do The hours raced by in a blur I did laundry and banking and right after school Became the kid's private chauffeur I finally got home, collapsed on the couch Felt a calm that seemed misplaced and all Just then I remembered my date with a king How could I have forgotten my God? just locking the door He must have heard my heart drop to the street for he kindly reopened the store I said must have been down near a madhouse today Big crowds and long lines are the worst He said we have had many people drop by Actually you are the first Come meet the author of life Come bring your husband, your children, your wife You've read the book, now see the Lord Chuckled, I never tire of reading this book But sometimes those boys do go on I cannot record here his sweetness of voice There's simply none like it I've heard Don't ask me to talk of his beautiful said you almost missed this moment yourself if I forgive them why can't you then he opened his arms and he said I came here today to meet you Come meet the author of life Come bring your husband, your children, your wife You've read the book, now see What a beautiful song, and it just brings tears to my eyes every time I hear it. Well, this is Ethel Chadwick. You're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Can you believe it, folks? I've been on the air for 26 years now. Where, oh, where did the time go? I mean, my goodness, I was 43 when the show began, and my oldest child is 42, so that just kind of puts it all in perspective. Whew! Anyway, it's now time for my interview with Simeon Greenberg. Enjoy. Simeon Greenberg, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Thank you so much, Ms. Ethel. I'm so excited to be here. 
I'm excited too. I'm just so happy that I got to know you a little bit better when I saw you at the Messiah Conference this summer and I've been very excited to do this interview so we're just going to dig right in. Me, myself and I, we're just going to do it. <laughs> so let's start at Brasheet in the beginning. Tell us a little bit about how you were raised. Were you raised in a traditional Jewish home? Uh, for for the most part, yeah, I was raised in a in a Messianic Jewish home uh, specifically. My father was a rabbi. Uh, my mother was was the Rebbitzin. We had a little congregation up in Syracuse, New York. Um, I was there all the time, twenty four seven. My father was was a uh, he was raised Orthodox Jewish, so we we you know had a lot of uh, very traditional uh, Judaism in our household. But you were raised in a in a messianic Jewish family, correct? Yes, most certainly. Most oh. certainly, I went to synagogue every week at a messianic Jewish synagogue with my father, raised to uh, believe in Jesus Christ, Yeshua, the Messiah, as my Messiah and the Messiah of the world. Well, you know what, Simeon, I love to ask this question to people that were raised in a believing home. Was there a point in time? when you made a personal decision to follow Yeshua, not just because mom and dad believed that way, but it became real to you. Yes, I have, um, I, uh, I have a very, very specific, detailed memory of that. I, um, you know, as, as most kids, I just did whatever my parents told me to. I went with my dad early to synagogue or this, that, and the other. It didn't really mean a lot to me until I was about, um, seven or eight, I want to say. Um, I went to, uh, as I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with this, I went to uh, Camp Gilgal uh, that was run by Jews for Jesus up in Albany, New York. Um, and it's, it's, it's a little week-long uh, camp where, you know, like a summer camp sort of thing, but there was services um, every night that I went to, but I was still pretty... Um, out of it while we were there. It didn't really mean a lot to me. It was just a part of my life, something I did. Until the very last day, on uh, a Saturday, on Shabbos, uh, they were doing a special longer service. And I was standing there while everyone was worshiping during, during the uh, worship and praise set. And everyone was so happy. Everyone was so exuberant and excited. Um, and, you know, you had people being slain in the spirit, quote-unquote, and, and people praising God. And I was so curious. I was like, what, what, what is this? Why are they so happy? I want to be happy like that. I want to be as happy as they are. And then, you know, the, the um, youth pastor came up and, and he started talking. And I don't remember exactly what went on in my head. I just decided, I was like, okay, if this is what makes them happy and I want to be happy, then I'm going to accept Yeshua as my God, not just, not just my parents. Ah, wonderful. Do you feel like your life changed after that point? This is going to sound a little bit strange, but I, I, I definitely do. I, I feel like that was really the moment where I um, became conscious, if that makes any sense. You know, uh, up until that point, I was kind of just existing i don't remember a lot of my life before then if i'm if i'm being truthful um but considering it now after that moment i i, I really do remember everything and i really kind of locked into living i see i'm also wondering i know that you have an older brother and an older sister was it more challenging to follow in their footsteps. I know that they have been very active in following the Lord as well. I mean, I'm sure there's enough challenges just being the son of a rabbi, but also having an older brother and sister who are very involved in the movement. Did that inspire you or was it more challenging? How was that for you? Uh, it was, it was probably challenging <laughs> more than, more than anything else. Um, uh, you've, you've met my siblings. They're, they're incredible people. They're brilliant, talented at everything they do. Um, you know, uh, growing up, I didn't really, the biggest struggle for me was finding something that I felt like was mine, that I was good at, that, um, I felt like God had given me, you know, my talent, my skill or this, that, and the other, you know, my, both my siblings, they were great writers. They were great musicians. They very 
eloquent. They were well behaved. Uh, <laughs> they could both cook. Everything they did, they did with excellence. It was it was incredible, and they they still do. Um, but it took a long time for me to kind of grow out of that shadow and find something of mine. I actually remember very specifically there was um, a uh, a moment where I was trying to learn guitar, and I remember. Uh, playing with my brother and I went to go show somebody and I was like, look what I learned. And they said, oh yeah, yeah, Joe showed me that song earlier. And I was like, oh gosh, okay. No reason for me to learn guitar anymore. Um, but as as time went on, you know, I, I, I found my own voice and I found my own, my own way of living that was unique from my siblings and from then on it became much more of an inspiration than a challenge. Well, I really liked your answer, Simeon, because my next question was going to be, what gifts and talents has the Lord shown you that are yours? <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a great question. I think that's still something I'm, I'm figuring it out. Uh, as, you know, I'm, I'm a young man. I'm only 22. Um, and uh, there is a lot of life ahead of me. There's a lot of things that the Lord has yet to um, reveal to me that I'm very excited to learn. Uh I think uh, I currently work as a videographer, so I'm I'm a very creative person, most certainly. Um, but you know, as the rest of my family is, um, out of anything, I'd say that I'm a, a very good writer, and I have a, a knack for for music and singing and this and the other. I I did musicals. That's actually how I met my wife, surprisingly. Oh, do tell. Well, we. Uh, <laughs> I, I had known my wife for, for many years. Uh, we met in high school, freshman year, and senior year rolled around, and I always wanted to be in, in a musical. And this kind of ties into the whole, you know, my, my siblings having their thing and me having my own. Both my siblings were in, were in musical theater. And so I was always kind of intimidated to go do it, even though I wanted to so badly. And uh, luckily, the Lord placed the perfect woman in my life to push me to finally do it my, my senior year of high school. And I got into a show. I got a um, important role. It was, it was my fair lady, I think. Um, and uh, it just kind of rolled on from there. Next thing I knew, I was getting asked to be in shows uh, from different community theaters. My my first paid acting gig in a musical was actually as uh, Jesus and Godspell. Wow. And it, which is a very intimidating role. I don't know if you've ever tried to play our good lord but that's intimidating to say the least oh my gosh wow that's amazing i know another one of your gifts is you have a great sense of humor and i discovered that for myself when i spent time with you this summer i i I appreciate that i'm sure that my my family would most certainly agree oh so tell me a little bit about how the Lord is using you today. Besides being a videographer, I know you are. I believe you're involved in the family business, yes? I am, yes. My family uh, are the founders of the Tree of Life Bible Society. Yeah, uh, We are a Methodic Jewish uh, Bible Society that created a new translation of the Bible, both Jews and Christians together. Um and uh, I work to help with uh, video, advertising, teachings, content, things like that. Um, I work with both of my siblings and my mom. And uh, it's a true blessing to be able to uh, actually serve the kingdom in some way. I often get to talk to some of our donors and hear such incredible stories from people whose lives have been changed by the translation and people who love the videos I create uh, with my mom that help them in their everyday life. So to be a part of something that has an impact on people that draws people closer to the Lord every day is a exemplary blessing. Aww. Now, if people want to know more information about the Tree of Life version, where should they go? What, what is the website? TLVBibleSociety.org TLVBibleSociety.org yes, Well, ma'am. I'm really excited about that translation. I, I bought one at the Messiah Conference a few years ago, and I just absolutely love it. And, you know, um, I was very sorry to hear about the passing of your father. I mm-hmm. spent some time with them, obviously, because they were in Rochester, New York, here at Congregation mm-hmm. Shemaya Israel. It's where it all began for them. And your mother mentored me 
to be a worship leader. I learned almost everything I know from her. She is an, she is an incredible woman. She's very talented in, in that way. When I took, I, I, she actually did a similar thing for me um, when I uh, began doing worship at our synagogue in, in Georgia that we had uh, a few years ago uh, before we moved to Texas. So she is very, very blessed with that. Okay, so we're adding that to your title. So you are a videographer, <laughs> you can be a worship leader, you're a writer, you're a comedian, <laughs> you're a husband. Are there any other roles I've forgotten? Are you a father? Not yet. Uh -huh. uh, all in the Lord's time, but I uh, am most certainly excited for whenever the, whenever the Lord decides that it's time for that. That'll be awesome. So do you have a, a scripture that has really spoken to you? I mean, there are so many fantastic scriptures, and I know we can't really narrow down just one, but is there one particular passage that has really inspired you in your life? Um, Put me I on the spot. Say, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, I would say that probably Proverbs 18.10 it was the first verse that I ever memorized back, oh gosh, probably around those, um, those Camp Gilgal years. Oh. Uh, name, the name of Adonai is a strong tower. The righteous one runs into it and is set safely up on high. Um, it was a verse that has always helped me stay grounded to avoid anxiety. And in the moments when I'm, worried or fear that I'm facing something that I cannot surmount, that I have a safe place in the Lord that I can always return to, regardless of whether I succeed or fail or get lost or this, that, and the other, that there's always something to ground me. I love it. I love it. Simeon, it's wonderful that you are such a young man, but so mature in the Lord and have so many responsibilities. Do you have any words of encouragement for other people listening who might be young and they might think, well, God couldn't use me, I'm too young? Um, I would say that the Lord often chooses uh, those who do not seem qualified to do the work of his kingdom. I have struggled with that feeling for a very long time, and it is not the world that qualifies you, it's the Lord. And if the Lord has chosen you to do something, and he will, he will. We were not put on this earth for nothing. We were put on this earth to worship and serve and spread the word of God. And that day will come. It may come later. It may come sooner. But it is on the horizon. And I think the hard time, the hard, the hard thing is waiting. It's, it's really hard to know God's timing. And we have to just encourage people to hang on there because, you know, hang in there. God, God knows what he's doing and he does have perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Is there any particular way you'd like us to be praying for you or your family, your ministry, anything? Um, not in any particular way right now. Uh, I am, the, God has been very, very good to me this past year, despite um, my father's passing. Uh, the Lord has used that in, in miraculous ways to um, mature and grow me and, and my little family. I, I suppose the only thing we could take prayer for is that our family grows. Absolutely. May that be so in the name of Yeshua. I hope that you will hug your mama for me because she has such a special place in my heart for all of the love and time she poured into me. And I am just forever grateful to God and to her for that. I will, I will. We are most grateful for you, Miss Ethel. Oh, thank you. And I really appreciate your personality. You're not only funny, but you're very loving, you're very affectionate, and, you know, you're just a real sweet young man, and I just pray God's blessings and favor over you in the name of Yeshua. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, well, I guess that's it for now. Until next time, but I'm sure I'll have you on the air with me again sometime. I would love to. I would love to. It's been it's been a joy. All right. Well, shalom for now, dear. Shalom. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Simeon Greenberg, and we do have time for more music. Earlier in the program, you heard Paul Wilbur with a song, It is Good to Praise the Lord. 
Well, here's one that Corey Keeler and Lev Shalove recorded from their CD proclamation. This is called You Are Good, and I have to say amen, amen. Keeler with Lev Shalow, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Before I play the next song, I want to inform you about an organization called blueribbonsforisrael.org. And 
A blue ribbon symbolizes support and solidarity for the safe return of the hostages taken by Hamas terrorists in Israel. It symbolizes solidarity with the hostages, their families, and all who care about their safety. You can find out more at blueribbonsforisrael.org. You can order them for your organization, and you can also order them on Amazon. It's called JFNA, Blue Ribbons for Israel. And I highly recommend that you do so, and we are praying for the safe return of all of our hostages. All right, this next song is on my playlist in my car, and it's usually the first thing I hear when I get in the car and turn on my music. It's an amazing song. It was recorded by the Road to Jerusalem Ministry, and there are several voices in it, including Paul Wilbur, Marty Getz, Jonathan Sattel, and Joel Chernoff. Hey! 
This next song is from Makedim, based on Psalm 150. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And yep, this is on my playlist too. I like to blast it really loud with the windows down. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And now it's time for the Aaronic Benediction with Phil Klein. Shalom. 
now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom.